pals. We're the gals, and we're coming back at you for another fun, fi- well, filled week of news. Might not be fun, but it's it's news. It's most mm-hmm. definitely not fun. Nothing is ever fun anymore. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to disassociate. All right. Um, honestly, you're right. For those of our followers or listeners, you know, celebrating or observing Ramadan, um, Godspeed and good luck. I salute you. And I know it's a very, very uh, important time. So I just wanted to know that I will be observing it with you because um, it's also part of my faith, which is a lot of fun. I love waking up before the sun gets up to eat and drink as much water as I can. Good good luck to you. You got strength there, fam. Bitch, sometimes I'll be in class and wanting to pass the fuck out. <laughs> but it is what it is. It's supposed to be reflecting and all that good stuff. But now let's delve into some shit. Actually, how's your week been before uh, I get into Well, not too bad. I've just been at work a lot. I worked a lot of overtime last week, so rip to that. But I got my PS4 repaired. I think I said that already. And I'm just waiting to fall back into that cesspool. Uh, Stop. She said cesspool. (laughs) (laughs) How you been? I've been good. I'm covering a shift tonight with my favorite doctor. (laughs) Yeah. But other than that, I've been, I'm cooking right now. It's tantalizing. I'm excited for the sun to go down. I could pray. I could honestly, I could smell it through the recording program. Like, Bro, I am so ready to fucking scarf this shit down. I'm hyped. But other than that, I've been having a pretty good heckin' week. And I'm hoping that it keeps this energy because, you know, I've been having a pretty shitty time. But it is what it is. Shit gets worse before it gets better. So we love that for you. Yes, ma'am. And before we start with our main program... I have a couple of, you know, little little headlines to discuss. Or not discuss, just to throw out there. So for this week, I picked some headlines that get right to the heart of things. And I tried to pick them um, that were, like, not from the U.S. Because, you know, not everything revolves around us. And I think sometimes we got to remember that. Um, But, yeah, so kicking off this list, we're going to go straight to Ethiopia, where the country is on the brink of war with Egypt right now due to the possible construction of a dam on the Nile. And if you don't know what the Nile is, it's a big-ass river, the longest river, actually, uh, between the two countries. Uh, So, yeah. Discussion of the Nile has been, like, the center of a lot, a lot of discrepancies and arguments uh, for years, before I was born, before my dad was even a thought, like for years, there's been a very, very big dispute on who controls the Nile since it is a very important source of water. And since Ethiopia being the oldest uh, land there, as well as the oldest civilization, if I am incorrect, please correct me, but I think I am correct. Um, They have now decided that it is their right to finally have some claim to their initial um, water source. Egypt is like, no, fuck you, fuck that. We're we going to kill you, basically. Um, but Ethiopia being the country of peace, basically, because they are the only, well, one of the only uh, countries that have yet to be colonized by any white man. Um, they have been true to themselves, and they want to 
divert the Nile. Um, so yeah. Whoa, that's like wild news. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so if we start hearing about war, it is it's war, and obviously Egypt has a lot of influence, unlike Ethiopia, because as I said, they haven't been colonized by anybody. They don't have ties to anybody, but Ethiopia, um, but Egypt is like, nah, we pulling out the big guns. You want to do this? We gonna get our boys, basically the U.S. Unfortunately, um, to kill out the individuals in Ethiopia so that they do not uh, go through with their plans. So I'm really hoping that they come to some type of agreement so that Ethiopians don't have to die for a water source and Egypt can stop being bitches. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> So if you're interested, look into that issue. Don't forget, these are just recaps, so I don't go into a lot of detail. I just kind of cover the surface. So moving right along, we're going to North Korea. Um, so from North Korea, we are hearing pleads from the people. They are not in a good place right now. They have a, worst, a worsening food shortage that's going on. Um, with a few inside sources, mainly compromised of missionaries that have been stuck there since Korea closed North Korea closed their borders due to the pandemic. Um, we have been hearing statements from several individuals of hundreds of North Korea citizens dying from hunger. And there have been several hundred more beggars than there have ever been um, for the time that the missionaries have ever been there. So hopefully their leader will hear his people's plea and ask for help outside of his country. Even though I know he is high and mighty and proud, his people are dying. Uh, if he wishes to run a nation with uh, living human beings in it, I hope he comes to his senses relatively soon. So keep them in your prayers. I, I mean, it's not their fault um, that they have a, an interesting leader. But uh, yeah, so we're going to end our little excerpt here with the wonderful cryptocurrency introduced by our loving overlord, um, Mr. Musk himself. So I don't know, I'm not very much a business gal, financial gal, but I know my gal over there is. Do you have any in inside scoop or opinions on the, is it Dogecoin or Dogecoin? Dogecoin, it was a freaking meme. All right. Yes. It was a fucking meme. And the fact that in January it was a meme. And if you invested like a grand in it, you're like a multimillionaire now is insane. And nothing is real. <laughs> there you have it, folks, from the source herself, the one and only gal. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> They're still pretty cheap right now. If you guys did want to try to invest, I think it's 39 cents on the dollar. Um, as of right now, I know that only because my dad made me invest $200 into it as of this morning. So I'm dead. <laughs> Your dad's like, get in there, get in there. No, it was for him. He sent me the $200 oh, wow. to invest it for him, even though he has like one of those little investing apps on his phone and could have done it himself. He wild. He wild. We, we love our parents. So yeah. Um, and if there are ever any other headlines or issues you'd like for us to cover in the beginning of our episodes, do not hesitate to tweet or us. We will gladly mention them. But let's get it started. <clears throat> With Texas, of course, motherfucker. You know, it's like they can't ever just be fine. <laughs> 
the whole state of Texas. It's just always something, you know, sadly. Um, so do you want to lead us in on this? Sure. Uh, Texas, as we already know, is a state with very few laws, and even those laws aren't followed, and it's fucking crazy. It's like Florida, but with a little bit more civility, if you would. Um, but with that aside, these bitches might now be able to legally carry guns without licenses. The audacity. I would be scared. Do you know how many sundown towns are still in Texas? Absolutely fucking not. Too many. Too many. It's House Bill 1927, and they are nicknaming it the Constitutional Carry Law because, you know, they believe it's their constitutional right to have a gun. To do what? I'm going to go to the grocery store and get fucking pistol whipped because an old lady wants my celery bag. (laughs) I just imagine somebody's grandma, like literally one of the actresses from the Golden Girls, just pistol whipping you. Honestly, like, I don't understand why you would need to have one. Like, I understand you might want to have one in your home. Say, worst comes to worst, like something to protect yourselves with from aliens invasions. Sure, I understand. However, I do not think it is necessary for you to carry one around consistently, especially without a license, because then you have no basic knowledge on how to handle it, how to handle situations and how to carry yourself with a fucking gun. They've been lobbying, actually, for this bill for a a while, like, since, I think, 2017. And during some years, like, literally, they've just refused to hear the bill. But for some reason, they've gotten more support, and they're now legit, and they can be voted on, like, this bill. So, like, there are literally, like, gun rights activists that are pushing this bill. Um, And it's honestly through their work that it's gotten this far. Dude, literally this pandemic really said all logic out the window. Anything goes right now. So I am just curious to see if, hopefully not, but if this constitutional carry bill in Texas becomes a law, um, Mm -hmm. I would love to see some data on the correlation of the time that bill passed and the increase in uh, mass shootings in the state of Texas. So. Yes. And even if this bill does pass, do not forget that this does not affect any other state. This Other states still have their license laws that are in effect. So if you decide to go from Texas to Arizona, you will be arrested. Exactly. Thank God for that, at least. Honestly. So, but yeah, that's a nice little, nice little doohickey there. Yeah. Um, a nice so. little dip with a pinky toe in the water, if you dip would. Dip with a pinky toe. Jeez. <laughs> you mean you dip in your pinky toe in the gun range, you know, see if it's nice and hot for you. <laughs> Get shot off. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the meat and potatoes that we're talking about today mm-hmm. is the new Georgia voting law because it was passed. Let's hear it. So there were, I encourage you, I'm, I'm going to put a link in our show notes of um, an annotated version of the action, like the bill, so you can see what I'm looking at. And there are at least 16 or more like real main points that will, will impact some sort of change. The bill is about 98 pages long, but for oh, the sake God. of, yeah, it's a long one. But for the sake of our purposes, I picked like the top seven that we've been hearing the most about. Okay. So I, but a hundred percent, I encourage you to read it because it's wild, bro. And 
I also included the page that I got this from. So, so you're going to know what we're talking about. So let's start off hot, you know, why, you know, start off fully naked. So excuse me. <laughs> Uh, it's now illegal for election officials to mail out absentee ballot applications to all voters. So on page 39 of this bill, and I just want to make sure everyone knows that this is this only affects the state of Georgia. So if you don't live in Georgia, you're fine. But for our Georgians, um, so this means that they had a thing where like, they would automatically mail applications for absentee ballots if certain criteria were met. So they they had some sort of automated system to make sure everyone can get an absentee ballot in time to vote. Right. Um, since some some voters may not request it, but you were re- if you were registered to vote, they'd make sure you get one, at least an application. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, getting this application in the mail reminded them that they need to do it so that they could vote. But now this new law, this new law forbids that, and it also forbids some third parties um, from pre-filling applications. So by pre-filling, it doesn't mean like this is who you're going to vote for, but especially in the case of like younger voters or older voters, um, it pre-fills thing like your name and application, and you'd fill in like sensitive information and whatnot, and your vote. So essentially it'd make it make reading the ballot and voting a lot easier for certain demographics. <clears throat> that is now illegal. We love the equality um going yep. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh <laughs> it's it just I just don't see the point in that. I'm like, if you had a whole system already going of remind of sending out applications just to remind people to vote, like you're just encouraging more and more people to vote now with the direct, like, f- you know, forbidding this. It's literally you're just saying all these people who relied on this reminder, you don't mm-hmm. deserve to vote and you won't. That's what it is. That's what you're saying. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'm a roll on to, to provision two. We're going to keep steamrolling this, but. Um, on page 38 and also page 57, because we talked about it in multiple places, it seems, um, there are strict <laughs> there are strict new ID requirements for absentee ballots. So previously, Georgia law required voters to like signature, put their signature on their um, absentee ballot applications, and then they'd mm-hmm. match signatures from previous years, whatever, whatever, and then like that would be their verification process. But now you will have to provide the number, like your driver's license or like your state ID identification number on your ballot. Fuck out of here. Here's the fucked up thing, though. It's not even it's not even about having an ID. It's that if you fail to follow these new steps, like if you forget to print your birthday or like, you know how some people just whatever and they don't fail out like they miss some points. Yeah. Instead of like verifying it through your your um um signature like they used to, that ballot can just be thrown out now because it was not completed. I feel like this is illegal and an infringement on my rights as a United States citizen. But well, in Georgia, this is law. So like that's the thing because we've been hearing a lot about these provisions, but I really wanted to look at it and put it in context. So what some people are doing, especially like 
far right like figureheads and and people they're saying that it's like is it racist for you to need an id and that's that's not what's happening yeah no it's the why do i need all of these extra things now what made this happen to be a bill and now passed as a law why did you come up with this who are you trying to suppress were you mad about something is it the election that just happened you mad bro but like but like think of the bigger picture though like especially this second part like if you fail to fill out stuff like if you just forget to write down your birthday or some shit they can throw out your vote instead of verifying it by your like signature that you signed so now like for people that for older folks who might forget Mm -hmm. fuck their votes you know for um for people who just generally aren't used to the new form and incorrectly fill out the form your vote right. is not worth it anymore. For, For first-time voters, too, who just have no idea what the fuck they're doing. doing. Yep, you can get your vote thrown out because you made a mistake. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it. it's not even the new... It's it's the verification process that they've changed to make much harder. Hmm. Yeah. Doesn't sound very fair. Second, the problem I have with the whole ID thing is if there's not an easy and affordable way for everyone to have an ID, making the ID and a requirement directly impacts lower income families, lower income people or people who are disenfranchised. That is the whole point of like why people don't like the ID requirements. It's not saying that and it's not saying that like Uh, people who aren't American citizens vote. That's fucking stupid. No, you don't. You have a social, you have a social security number. So no, illegal, like people who are undocumented immigrants do not vote. So don't say some stupid shit like that. But this is specifically for people who are in underserved communities who can't afford to, or the DMV is too far, or like just any situation where they may not have an ID. And the state, when passing this bill did not include any provision to make that easier, that is the problem, is that you implemented this new rule without implementing any support. That's the problem. Right. Because then these people are like, how do I get this? Where is the information? Mm -hmm. Are you going to help me pay for an ID? No, they're not. So, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the point. That's the disenfranchisement right there. So onto the the third one I picked out. So mobile vo- uh mobile voting centers are essentially banned. So I didn't know this, but last year, so like during the 2020 election, you know, the panoramic and all, um Fulton County, which is most of Atlanta, um the county did this thing. They they got two RVs and they called them mobile voting centers and they had voting like workers in the centers and they drove them to communities that uh were too far away from their designated voting spot so like for people who like live from miles and miles away or for people who couldn't get there they drove the voting to them so they park outside of churches or like the public library like the hub of the community and they just sit there and people would come in Because of these, they only had two going around the county, two RVs. Because of these two RVs, 11,200 people were able to vote 
Otherwise, they would not have because their voting center was too far away. Wow, that's amazing. Yep. So now that's banned. (laughs) So they just want um, upper middle class, non-most likely people of color since the majority of individuals who are in the lower class, um, economic-wise, are people of color because they don't have access to a lot of things. Um, They only want a certain demographic to vote then. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Because when you just look at the, when you just look at the facts, it was Fulton County that did it. And most of Fulton County is Atlanta, Mm -hmm. you know, black Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So (laughs) literally they just, help more people vote like these are american citizens who have the right to vote but because of gerrymandering and other like egregious things done in the in the past decades that has disenfranchised their vote they just made voting more accessible to them and they were able to have their voice heard in their country's election um now that's illegal that's some shit right there because then that's basically saying oh sorry you're a citizen, but you're not one of the citizens. So, like, <laughs> lol. <laughs> lol, my. And apparently, the only thing that can overturn this is if the governor of the state declares a state of emergency to allow that the mobile voting centers to happen. I fucking doubt it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? A, what has to be going on for a governor to declare a state of emergency? Too much shit. So, no, this is never going to happen again. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, bullshit. America makes me sad. It, it does. gives me wrinkles. It makes, it makes many people sad, honestly. So, when people be like, America is the greatest country on earth, and I'm like, do you even know where you yeah, live? Yeah, and incarceration and in debt. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, do you even know where you live, buddy? Like, do you know what you're talking about? Because you're not right. You're not right. Let's hear these other wonderful points. Since All right. It seems so well. It seems to be going so great for us. <laughs> so number four, uh, drop boxes, which were a big thing on the panoramic. You know where you can drop off your little your little absentee ballot and your little ballots and make sure they were in a safe place and they'd get picked up to vote. So mm-hmm. drop boxes technically still exist. So like they didn't outlaw the use of drop boxes. However, they have made it much harder to use them. So <laughs> in the 2020 elections, um, again, a lot of these were COVID things that were, were brought up to help people vote, you know, in a panoramic and, and people liked them. So why not keep them? So in the 20, um, for the 2020 election season, there were about 94 drop boxes acro- across four counties. So across the Fulton, Cobb, DeKalb, and Gwyneth counties in like the metropolitan Atlanta area, not, there were 94 drop boxes in those whole areas. Now, this new law says that between those four counties, they only have 23. What? And now with the possibility of being lower. So we're just at 23 right now. <laughs> but But here's the icing on the cake though, gal. Not only will there be fewer boxes, so it's it's just harder now, and they were supposed to be a convenience thing. Instead of putting them outside, like you'd put a mail drop, so you could there, there would be twenty four hour access, like you can literally just go whenever and drop off your ballot. 
The boxes will be moved to the inside of government buildings, so they will only be able to be accessed from about 9 to 5, which are our work hours, and it will be unavailable to any voters who work um, and had to drop ballots off during the evening evenings or like non-business hours. Uh, so now it's much more difficult to drop off a ballot and it's harder to find a drop box. This is about to be like some survival of the fittest shit where you have to like stab the person in front of you to get in before five o'clock. Right, right. Your lunch break, not eat just to vote and stand in a long ass line because there's only two boxes in the whole state. And Mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Like, I just don't see why we did that. Like, the drop boxes were such a cool thing. So many people could vote. Like, if I worked all the time, I could literally just drop it off on my way home from work. Like, that's so cool. Right. And not stress about it. Right. Or if people who work on an an unorthodox, like, working schedule, like, for people that work night shifts, they sleep during the fucking day and they go Mm -hmm. to work at night. You can still vote because you could still drop it off. (sighs) But now... You know, fuck you. <laughs> this whole bill is just a whole middle finger to the people of Georgia, honestly. Yeah, I... Yeah. And I'm only covering seven things. There are at least 16 notable things. So we're not even talking about all of it. I think I've sighed enough times to where we can make it a drinking game. <laughs> right? Drink... Take a shot each time a gal sighed because her head hurts and now has two more wrinkles than she did before. <laughs> uh, get twister. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number five, we're going to keep it popping. So this is one you've probably definitely heard of because this is one of the biggest things people are talking about. So now offering food or water to voters that are waiting in line can now uh, be a misdemeanor charge. Uh, for what? Re- what? What? Yeah. So, um. so some background. So you know how there are long voting lines because I don't know there are not many polling places, and we like to disenfranchise voters, so we make it very difficult. So hence a very long line and a very long wait in a hot Georgian fucking lifestyle. Right. There would be like grassroots efforts and like volunteers who would hand food and water out to people who are waiting in line so that they didn't leave because they were tired and hungry and hot. They would literally like traverse the whole fucking block and make sure everyone was hydrated in the sun. They didn't, it, they weren't part of any specific, uh, like party so they weren't trying to like hey i'm gonna give you this water to vote for my people it's it's not it wasn't like that it was just you know there's a lot of old people there's a lot of young people there's a lot of like working folks like and if you have to stand in line for two hours we want to make sure that you stay there and you vote so we're going to make sure that you're hydrated and you have something to eat right so they said that being a decent human being is now illegal um pretty much you can get fined for that yes <laughs> we love it. So now it's an offense to give away food or water within 150 feet of a polling place. Bitch, or, a ruler with me. Or within 25 feet of any voter in line. And 
but if you're found in violation, you can uh, be faced with up to a $1,000 fine or a year in prison. So are they going to have like cops and things patrolling the voting areas? I'm guessing that. I, I don't know. Mine or like that's what people in this hot ass sun to make sure that nobody's drinking water. That's what people are asking. It's like great. Uh, one, it sucks that you're doing this, and it really hurts a lot of people. Um, especially since we didn't do anything to make more polling places, so there'd be shorter lines, so we wouldn't need food or water. Um, but a lot of people are like, "Well, how are you going to enforce that?" Like, we're going to wait until the next election comes up in Georgia and see how they execute it. That's some bullshit. Yeah, but I think it, I think that's just stupid. I think that's fucking stupid. Like, this is just making it harder for people to vote. They're like, oh, because, like, if someone goes to vote and it's a it's hot as shit and it's a three-hour wait, people are going to turn around and go home. Bro, yeah. What the fuck? I would, I would, if, in my state, if I were a governor, I would make it legal for vendors to come out and fucking show up. Right. Be like, y'all hungry? Y'all want a fucking french fries and home? Right. Ice cream? Bro, I would let vendors take full advantage of long ass lines. Make some money, bitch. Go ahead. Make the sure people these people are fed. Let's go both. Yeah. They're being fed. They're being taken care of. It's my job as the governor to make sure my people are comfortable while voting. And then the individuals giving them the food and stuff are also making money. It's a win-win situation. I'm putting back into my economy. I'm making sure that my state runs smoothly. I feel as though people that go on to do these things just don't think. And they're like, yeah, this seems about right. And it's like, but did you, did you think about it? Did you think about the outcome? Did you think about the input? Like, how did you make this decision? Right. (laughs) Right. It just seems that they're making decisions with no, respect or compassion for the human condition like they're just like oh so what if you have to stand in 80 degree weather with high humidity for two and a half hours just to get your vote in i don't give a shit like that's what you're saying you're like making it hard for people to care about other people and to care about other people's voices right that's some shit right there yeah fucking bullshit so the last two are more like a more sneaky, sneaky power, like rather than like because these these other ones have directly impacted like the citizens of Georgia and the way they vote. Now we're gonna talk about how some power imbalances that we've included in this bill because we got to, you know. So number six, the Secretary of State of so the the Georgia Secretary of State, um has been removed as a voting member of the state election board. So now, if you remember, in 2020, the Georgian Secretary of State, Mr. Raffensperger, um, he made a lot of headlines because Trump had called him and demanded that he overturn the, overturn, uh, heavy quotations, the election because of voter fraud. Raffensperger looked at the data, ran investigations, and found that there were no there wasn't any fraud and he refused to do that. So now mm-hmm. the GOP of Georgia has removed that whole position from being a voting member on the election board. Um, yeah, I just feel as though everything just sounds like they're butt hurt. Yeah, it's literally revenge. It's just revenge. That's all yeah. it is. 
it's it it doesn't serve the people in any way it doesn't make anything better it only makes things more one-sided and this is more like a you're bad for not listening to us that one time and this is what we're gonna do to you literally throw you away (laughs) yeah so that's straight bullshit um Anyways, and Raffensperger was a Republican, so it's not like they're punishing a Democratic, like, fucking Secretary of State. Raffensperger's a Republican. He was just like, my duty is to the people and to, like, the fairness of the United States election, and I didn't find any fraud. I'm not going to overturn anything. Right. He was doing his job. You got mad at him because he was doing his job correctly and unbiased? Yep. And now he can't vote on the state election board. Nor can anyone else that holds that position. So, damn. Arguably, arguably, I think they shot themselves in the foot with this. Because what if you just like, let's be evil for a second, even though I don't Mm -hmm. like doing devil's advocate because we're not here trying to gaslight or nothing. There's nothing good that can come from talking about evil shit, but you know how it is. America is pretty much. Um, Why did, why would we take up? off that position when you can just make sure your guy wins the next election like you just shot yourself in the foot you're gonna have to make a whole separate fucking law if you want the secretary of state position back on there they're gonna be like sorry that was a whoopsie <laughs> that only just got to that guy. they're like oh this actually only applied to that guy uh <laughs> right if anything they should have just fired him if they didn't like him they can't <laughs> he didn't do nothing wrong <laughs> right uh but, yeah fun yeah. times fun times um and the Love last it. one uh one that i found particularly alarming uh is so georgia is pretty uh is you know famous for being a republican stronghold so their legislature is, is gop led they just have more republican legislators up in there so now the gop led legislature has the power to suspend county election officials. Um, that seems a little suspicious to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it does set the bar of suspension pretty high, which is like you have to have a minimum of three violations of board rules or have demonstrated like gross negligence and shit in two consecutive elections. Um, however... I feel as if the fact that we even put this in here and gave them that power also opens the floodgates for false accusations. Ah, I don't even know what to say because this is some bullshit. Break it down now. Oh, it's going to shit. Ain't nobody voice matter. We're gonna keep yeah. it. Those people don't matter. We just want these ones, not those ones. <laughs> Good thing we didn't go into music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good, thing. Good thing we just decided oh. to talk shit on the internet. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, we all have a purpose in this life. Yeah, you know. Definitely not music, but like a purpose. <laughs> a passion, if you will. <laughs> a hobby. A uh, hobby. But yeah, those are like seven provisions of this new bogus fucking law. But here's the best thing. Companies are not having it. So now I'm like, wow, capitalism. That's crazy. Um, 
so legit companies are like, wow, we can't fuck with that. So it started, I don't know if you know about it, but it started with Major League Baseball. So their all-star game, I don't know much about baseball and I don't give a shit, but a big game that brings a lot of money to Georgia, essentially. Mm-hmm. They have moved their game to a different location because they're like, we are protesting this new belt. We're protesting this. Oh, shit. So the MLB said, we will not host that game in Georgia. You're losing that money. We're going somewhere else. And <laughs> And then this past week, um, there was a letter uh, signed by CEOs of like American based companies, but big ones like Amazon, Je- General Motors, Goldman Sachs, those CEOs, Delta Airlines. They signed a joint statement in opposition to this law. Uh, wow, they pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, and a lot of places are threatening to like move business out of there or move or do certain things that would affect the economy of the state. Baseball has already said we're out, and people are looking at like football and like basketball to see if anything can be done. So they're facing a lot of a lot of backlash from fucking big companies. That's amazing, though. I love it. Yeah. That's how shit should be done. That's fantastic. I didn't know any of that was going on yeah. as a protest. Yeah. I was I was reading it this week. And and there are obviously a ton more companies who have signed, but like these are just those are just some of the big names. There are tons of CEOs from other companies that have already come out like and tweeted against like their their state, their like business isn't technically even like headquartered in Georgia, but they're just saying or like we don't support this and like if something like we will do something like we will try our best to do something about it like so now georgia done fucked up their money okay could you imagine if amazon said i'm gonna move that fulfillment center i literally that's what thousands of dollars how no there's no georgia first of all runs on potatoes as it is they need to get their shit together but like could you imagine how many jobs would be lost because of that People would have to move, they would lose population, then their economy would go down, and then there's not going to be any money circulating, and then it's just going to become a a dead town, a big-ass town. Is yeah. Little. So now everyone is like, oh, what's Georgia going to do now? Because, like, I think this letter was public, like, the opposition statement was published, I think, on Friday, last Friday. Um, and I haven't seen anything yet because it's still real fucking new. But more and more CEOs are joining the statement, like, and tweeting and, like, putting out, like, companies are putting out statements. And, like, more and more companies are being vocal about it. Um, so we have yet to see, I think, as of the time we're recording this, like, we've yet to see a response from Georgia. God damn. Yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Honestly, if Georgia don't start acting right, Amazon about to repossess your peach. Stop. <laughs> Amazon could probably do it too. They could fucking buy Georgia. He, he would, yo. <laughs> no hate to anybody. If anybody is from Georgia, we love you. We just don't like your leaders right now. And so we're pretty like, sure you don't like your leaders either. So, I mean, this is what happens. Like, the so people who are put in power do stupid fucking shit. That the people, their constituents, do not want. And they serve, they don't serve the greater good. They don't serve 
the, the most amount of people that they can to the best of their abilities. They're just in it for their own fucking interests. But now you don't even have corporate interest in it. So that's fucked yeah, up. So if your whole state get repossessed, that's yo, email your governor. Oh, yo, do you think, do you think that George, you know how, okay, so if Georgia gets repossessed, right? Do you think it'll go to an auction? Do you think we can afford to buy Georgia? I feel like Georgia is worth three million. Okay, I, I was thinking along the lines of like 57 cents. I'm like trying to bid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm talking about me personally, like as a person going to buy the state of Georgia. <laughs> All right, so that caught me off guard. Sorry for that ugly ass laugh. Um, all right, so yeah, if we're talking on the lines of like less than twenty dollars, hell we, yeah, we can buy Georgia. Right, honestly, we'd buy Georgia. I would def, we would definitely be like keep. We would throw away the whole thing, like got all that. We're not doing the whole governor like state shit. We're do. Um, we're gonna be chieftains, okay? All right, we're gonna do that great stuff. We're gonna make sure. Everyone, I don't know, has access to food, clean water, housing, education, um, after-school programs, literacy programs. Um, we're going to work on the unemployment. We're going to work on some race stuff. Um, some? Oh. <laughs> you know how many sundown clowns <laughs> We got to get rid. First of all, I would kick out the, not even, I would take all of the KKK members that are in Georgia right now. And I would lather them with honey. And I would take them bitches down south in shackles. All right? Set them bitches out on the bayous on sticks or little rafts. Tie them to it. Let that sun peak at noon and let some bees out. And I'm going to just let them there. Let them just stay there for a few days. That's it. That's what I do. So, wow. Okay. <laughs> so don't elect me as leader because I have too many ideas. We're, all um, right. We're throwing it back to torture methods. I like it. I like it. Listen, I've been watching a lot of really weird movies on Netflix that keep popping up in my suggestion pages. And the Girl, Bayou's has been a current theme. A reoccurring theme. Girl, I'm trying to start watching them. So I'm going <gasps> to get there. Yes! Oh my god! Okay, so guys, before the episode ends, if you are interested in some... It's very controversial right now because they're saying that they're profiting off of the trauma of Black individuals. And then others are saying, you need to experience the trauma as a white individual to understand the trauma of a Black individual. So it's very 50-50 on how people feel about it, but you should still watch it. If you can't stomach it after like the first couple episodes, I totally understand. But take a peek at it. It's called Them. So, yeah, it's like a horror thriller that's like taking everyone by storm. Yeah, uh, there's disclaimer. There's a lot of blood. There are some very triggering scenes. Um, there are children in ovens type shit. It's it's real interesting. It's a mishmash of a lot of things that are uh, correct, unfortunately. Yeah, historically accurate, sadly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's today's episode. Yes. Thank you pals for joining us once again. We know you have so much fun with us just listening to our soothing, sexy voices. Um, 
<laughs> if you want to read some of our soothing, some soothing, sexy tweets, you can follow us at IGMP Podcast. Okay. Hells, I was going to try to do an Uncle Ruckus impression, but I don't think you guys want to hear that yet. Uh, maybe next time. I got you. I got to <clears throat> buff out the tones a little bit, but <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to return to the boondocks. All right? We're just going to do a boondocks inspired episode. I am I don't want to get copyrighted, so I'm fucking it up for a reason, but like, yeah. You yeah, already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, pals. We the guys, and we hope to see you next week. Peace out. Bye.